Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Diana, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. Of course, I want to start out with saying thank you. I think it's really important that I start with a thank you because I've mentioned to you ladies before that this is not a me thing. This is a God thing. And I really appreciate that God is using me as a vessel. So you ladies listening faithfully bi-weekly and those who are new and giving the podcast a chance, I truly do appreciate it. It just goes to show me the things that God can do and As I mentioned, we are growing so fast. We are in several other countries that are currently listening now. And I appreciate you ladies as well. Please continue to share with any ladies that you may know. You never know who needs it. You never know what other people are going through. And you never know if God is trying to use you to help somebody else. So just as I'm being obedient and being a vessel, I ask that you be a vessel as well. If you're in the middle of listening to this podcast and you think of someone, maybe you should just send it to them. It's up to that person to listen or not. If you can share with your social media platforms, I appreciate that as well. I want to start out with a few reminders. Becoming a Divine Lady offers devotionals, which is Monday through Friday, that comes directly to your email. I'm going to make it really easy for you ladies to sign up. I'm going to leave the link in the notes below. All you have to do is click on the link. You enter your email and then you hit subscribe. It takes less than a minute. Um, The devotions come, like I said, Monday through Friday. I appreciate all of those who have already signed up. I appreciate the feedback um, that says it's a good start to your morning. Um, It's just a way of putting God first just by opening your email and reading the devotional. So thank you to all of you who have already signed up. I thank you in advance to those who plan on signing up. Let's just go ahead, click the link. It takes less than a minute. You can always go to my website, which is www.becomingadivinelady.com to subscribe. Also, if you have been listening to this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please email me to let me know. As I mentioned just a few minutes ago that this is a God thing. So for me, I want to know what this podcast is doing for you ladies. I want to hear if it's helping you self-reflect in any way. I want to know, is it helping you build your relationship with God? So definitely send those emails my way. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. Or if you have any prayer requests, it won't be just me praying. I have a group of people and that will assist me in praying. You don't have to go into detail. You can just give the names or whatever the case may be. And we will definitely be praying. The email address is info, I-N-F-O, at becomingadivinelady.com. So that's enough with the reminders. So this podcast, we're going to discuss breaking the change of bondage and strongholds. In this podcast, I mentioned that we're going to go deep, right? We're going to pull up the roots of bondage and stronghold. And as we work towards becoming divine ladies, let's go deep into those things that are keeping us bound and the strongholds that the enemies are holding over us. So to start out, I'm going to start out with the definitions first and then get into the questions. The definition of bondage is the condition of not being free because you are strongly influenced by something or someone or the state of being bound by or subject to some external power or control. 
the definition of stronghold is a mindset value system or thought process that hinders your growth. I'm going to go ahead and give you some questions to ask yourself. The first question is, do you currently feel that there are strongholds that the enemy holds over you? The second question is, do you deal with generational bondage that you feel is hindering you from being free? And the third question is, are you ready to break the chains of generational bondage and strongholds and build generational blessings? So to be honest with you, ladies, this was not the topic that was supposed to come out this week. The Holy Spirit placed this on my heart to talk about, and I will be obedient as usual. It's a little much for me to feel as though I'm knowledgeable enough to talk about it, but remembering that this podcast is Holy Spirit led. So if this needs to be discussed and this is where God is leading me, then I will talk about it because it can help somebody. This topic also fits where we are in the world right now. And I'm not just talking about the pandemic with COVID-19, but I'm talking about the racism and the lights that has been shined on something that has been taking place for well over 400 years. I'm an African-American female, and we have been in bondage and oppressed for generations on generational generations. But I truly believe that this change is happening right now. Like, the change is happening. And right now, God has control over all of this. Everything that's going on around the globe, God has control over all of it. In the Bible, starting in Exodus chapter 1, verse 6, it starts with talking about how Joseph and all his brothers passed away. And Joseph's descendants, who are the Israelites, um, the Hebrew Israelites, they had a lot of children and grandchildren. And the Israelites' families, they grew so much that they became, they, they were really fruitful and they filled the land. So after they passed away, after Joseph and his brothers passed away, after a little while, there was a new king of Egypt who, who came along and he didn't know anything about Joseph and what Joseph did. It says in Exodus chapter 1 verse 9 in the NLT version, this is what King Pharaoh said. He said to, he said to his people, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. We must make a plan to keep them from growing even more. If we don't, and if a war breaks out, they will join our enemies and fight against us. They will escape from the country. So the Egyptians made the Hebrew Israelites slaves and forced them to build cities, right? And the Israelites' families, they were still growing. They were still multiplying. They were still being fruitful. And the Egyptians became more and more scared. They, they felt like they were losing control. They became more and more scared. So what King Pharaoh did, he gave an order and said that if there's any baby boys born, kill them. And if there are any baby girls born, you can keep them. So this is where Moses come in. Moses was born an Israelite. And his mother knew that he was special. She, she knew that he was special. So she kept him for three months. And after three months, she built a basket to put him in. She sent him down the Nile River. And Moses was picked up by the princess, who was Pharaoh's daughter. So Moses was actually raised as an Egyptian, but he was born an Israelite. When the king died, when king, that king Pharaoh died, the Israelites were still slave. That didn't stop them from being slave. 
And they started to cry out for help. The cry rose up to God and God remembered his promise. And he knew that it was time to come through on his promise. So what God did was he came and he talked to Moses through a burning bush. During that conversation with Moses, God says in Exodus chapter three, verses seven through nine, it says, then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I'm aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is the land of flowing milk and honey. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. God also says in Exodus chapter six, verses six and seven in the NLT version. Also, it says, therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and will rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and great acts of judgment. I will claim you as my own people and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord, your God, who has freed you from the oppression in Egypt. That's what God came down to say. And even though Moses did not actually make it to the land of milk and honey, by being obedient, the next generation was able to take possession of the promised land. And I'm telling the story to say that God hears and sees all. We have been in bondage for well over 400 years and God hears our cry. He is going to rescue us. We are the Hebrew Israelites. In the Bible, it says in Matthew chapter 20, verse 16. So the last will be first and the first will be last. It's just a reminder that God is in control and we have to trust him. We have to trust him, ladies. But when we talk about bondage, we are also talking about the generational curses that we deal with on a daily basis that have been passed down from generations and generations. And sometimes we don't even know it. And I'm talking about things like depression or alcohol, drug use, abusive relationships, and the list can go on and on. But it can also be a curse when you face adversity. Like the bad things that happen in some of our lives are are based on what our parents, our grandparents, our great-grand, not great-great-grandparents. I mean, I'm sure you get the point, but it's passed on from generation to generations. So the adversity we face may not even be something that we actually did. Sometimes we deal with things and we are living in it. And sometimes we don't recognize that we're dealing with the generational curse because we think it's just a part of life. But I'm going to ask you, think about some of those habits and circumstances that you deal with. And then think about some of your parents, grandparents, or your relative habits and their circumstances. If you notice, there are some similarities that has everybody bound. And that's a generational curse. But I want you to also know and to be aware of the things that you do. Because your actions right now, your current actions, could curse the future generations on generations. It says it in the Bible several times, like, we have to be mindful of the things that we do daily because it can affect our children, our children's children, their children, like in the list goes on. So not only are we currently dealing with past generations, you know, before us, 
Now we have to think about what we do because it can skip past the next generation, but it can affect generations on down after that. You just never know. But God tells us in the Bible, he says it several times, and I'm going to give you the scriptures. It says in Exodus chapter 20, verse 5, um, and this is the NIV version. It says, you should not bow down to them or worship them, for I am the Lord your God and my jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me. It also says in Exodus chapter 34, verse 7, the NIV version, it says, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin, yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generation. I'm not done yet. It also says in Numbers chapter 14, verse 18, NIV version, the Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love and forgiving sin and rebellion. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. And it says in Deuteronomy chapter five, verse nine, the NIV version also, you should not bow down to them or worship them for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. God is making it clear this day. If you have not heard it before, you're hearing it now. And you will be held accountable for your actions. But not only will you be held accountable, the third and fourth generations will also be held accountable. So be mindful. Again, like this is why becoming a divine lady was created because we have to help each other. If this is something that you never heard before, now you have heard it. So now that instead of it being generational curses, we can change it to be generational blessings. So be mindful of your actions that you do daily. Pay attention to the things that you do. We have to educate each other. Let's think about the story of Moses again. Although Moses was raised as an Egyptian, he knew that he needed to break the generational curse of his people, the Israelites. So what Moses did was he learned the wicked ways of the enemy so that he can defeat the enemy. He learned the strategies of the enemy and he no longer walked in the ways of the wicked. Like the good news is that the blood of Jesus is more powerful than any bondage that may have handed down to us. The blood of Jesus is more powerful. It can break any bondage that may have been passed down to us. And we can be set free and completely released from the effects from any generational curses handed down to us. So let's take the sword out of the enemy's hand and let's use it against him moving forward. So now we're going to go ahead and talk about strongholds. T.D. Jake said in one of his sermons, it says that a stronghold is an accusation firmly placed in our mind by Satan to plant lies in our mind, falsehoods and misconceptions, especially concerning the goodness of God. Satan and his demons would rather deceive people by constantly, constantly shooting arrows against our heart and our minds so that we feel so beat up emotionally that we barely have the capacity to ponder on the truth of God. He makes it so that we are so hurt and our heart is so filled with hate 
or confusion that we don't focus on the promises of God. But it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand the message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. If that's his strategy in the lives of those who haven't trusted in Christ, then his strategy in the life of those who have trusted in Christ is to confuse us, is to frustrate us and to steal the truth of God. And he's ultimately attempting to ruin the image of God. That's what Satan does. He kills, steal, and destroy. He is trying to destroy the image of God that we have. And sometimes strongholds start with a time that we have been hurt or disappointed. And when we're hurt or disappointed or we're going through something, what happens is it opens our heart for the enemy to plant the seeds of lies in the heart. For example, somebody you trusted betrayed your trust and hurt you. And as a result, what the enemy does is he lies to you and tell you that you can't trust nobody and that you're by yourself. You then become so independent that you don't want nobody's help because you don't trust them. You got trust issues or you can't build a relationship with anybody else because you have trust issues. We want to be entrepreneurs, but we can't hire people because we have trust issues. It also results in us being able to trust God promises in our life. Like that's what the enemy does. He tries to make it so if we don't, if we can't trust anybody, then it's going to be harder for us to trust God and his promises because we already been let down before. But if we let that stronghold take over our mind, then we're missing out on God's promises. But that's the strategy of the enemy. That's what he does. I'm going to give you some other examples of strongholds that you may not even realize are actually strongholds. Things like bitterness. Bitterness is a stronghold. Okay. Unforgiveness is a stronghold. Insecurities is a stronghold. Um, feeling inadequate. Manipulation. Controlling. Jealousy is a stronghold. Feeling like you're unworthy. Lying is definitely a stronghold. If you always lying you know, habitual liar, that's a stronghold. Fear, as we all know, is definitely a stronghold. But these things take over our thoughts daily. And God wants us to tear down the stronghold. And it begins and ends with an encounter with God. We have the knowledge of God, but we don't want to live in his power. God wants us to heal from our stories that we tell ourselves. Another quote by T.D. Jakes that I have hanging on my wall it says, either you're going to reach the world or you're going to honor your traditions. You have to go beyond your traditions to be effective. I'm going to repeat that because it's so powerful. And I want you to think about it. It says, either you are going to reach the world or you are going to honor your traditions. You have to go beyond your traditions to be effective. We have to become free so we can help set others free. Just like the story of Harriet Tubman, like I haven't seen the movie yet, but I heard it was so powerful. And just from what I heard, I definitely want to see. I just haven't had a chance to yet. But I recommend that any of you ladies that haven't seen it, get the movie and take a look at it. I haven't seen it, but I'm vouching for it. That's just how good 
I heard it was and how powerful I heard it was. But but what Harriet Tubman did was she became free from bondage and strongholds so that she can set others free from bondage and strongholds. What Harriet Tubman did was she prayed. She prayed. She didn't let the strongholds and not being able to read and the insecurities that she had about that stop her. She prayed to God to free her and guide her to help free others. She prayed, ladies, and ladies, that's what we're going to do. We're going to pray. God is giving us the power. God is allowing us to break these strongholds and these bondages that we have over us, ladies. So let's go ahead and pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you boldly today to ask that you release our generations and generations to come from bondage and strongholds of the enemy. We plead the blood of Jesus to cancel all commands of the powers of darkness in all of our lives, our family lives, and the lives of the oppressed. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and his blood has already defeated the enemy. This battle is not against flesh and blood, but you have provided us with the spiritual weapons that will set us free. Lord, we ask that you deliver us out of bondage just as you did Moses. And we promise that we will go back and set our family, friends, and anyone that we can reach free, oh God. And I know that that may seem a lot for some of us, oh God, but I believe that as we become the divine ladies that you are molding us to be, that you have placed a mantle on our backs, oh God. And although some may not see it or know it or desire what that is at the moment, that seed has been planted, oh God. We know that every time you show up, there is change. And there is change happening right now as I speak these words out of my mouth today, Lord. Right now, Lord, we ask that you are breaking the change of bondage and strongholds physically and mentally. We ask that you make us into generational curse breakers in our families and anyone surrounding us. We ask that you see us as vessels to speak the word of you, Lord. We ask that you will give us the tools to be relieved of the strongholds that we face daily, O oh God. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, you are raising up deliverers, O oh God, and I thank you for choosing me to be one of them, O oh God. Lord, I thank you, oh God. I thank you for what you're doing in our lives, oh God. I thank you for what you're doing in this podcast, oh God. I thank you for what you're doing for the ladies that listening and for the ladies that listen in the future, oh God. I thank you in advance, oh God, because you are breaking the chains, oh God. You are breaking the bondage, oh God. You are breaking those strongholds that we have in our life, and you have given us the tools, oh God. So I thank you in advance for loving us enough to give us the tools to break it ourselves, oh God. So Lord, I ask that you continue to pour into us, oh God. I ask that you may continue to speak to us, oh God. Lord, I ask that you continue to plant the seed, oh God, in the lady's heart, oh God, of your good promises, of your word. And we, Satan, we bind you. We bind any demonic assignment that will try to continue to cause any bondage and any strongholds. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Like you have no say over our lives and we are speaking the words against you and your demons today. You have no place here. You have no place here. So you and your demons can go because you have no place here. We speak the words out of our mouth. The power of the tongue speaks life and death and devil. You are not welcome. So we bind any demonic assignments you may have against 
our generation, our next generation, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, all the way down to we can count. We bind any demonic assignment that you would try to keep them bound. We bind any demonic assignment that you would try to keep us as the oppressed enslaved. We bind it and we cast it out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, God is building up generational curse breakers and Satan, you will not have your way. The battle was already lost, so you might as well just give up. Give up. But if you're going to try to fight us, you best believe we're going to take the weapons from you and we're going to fight you. So I advise you not to. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for as I'm speaking on this podcast and as you're, you're just speaking to me, oh God, you're filling me up with the words, oh God, your, your Holy Spirit, you're taking over this in the name of Jesus. And, and I thank you for that. I feel the Holy Spirit right now. I feel it. And I'm sorry, ladies, if it's going too far, but I feel the Holy Spirit right now. I feel him so strongly because I know that curses are going to be broken. It's going to stop with you, ladies. It's going to stop right there. And your actions, just remember, your actions will determine whether the next generations are going to be cursed or blessed. The generational curses stop with us, ladies. It stops with us. But as God breaks the bondage from us the, and he frees us, we have to also go and help set others free. Just like Moses did. Just like Harriet Tubman did. But throughout the process, we have to pray. We have to pray and we have to build our relationship with God. He loves us. He loves us, ladies. And not only am I seeing that, but I know you ladies are seeing it too. So, Lord, I thank you, God. I thank you for all that you are doing. I praise your name. I give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, ladies, I'm sorry that the prayer went a little longer. But I believe that there is a change that is happening right now, and I feel it. And I know that I'm not the only one that feel it. But in order for the change to continue to happen, in order for the, the things that God wants done, he is going to work through us. And we have to be obedient. We have to be faithful to God. And we have to be obedient. We cannot let the devil to continue to take over us. We cannot let the devil continue to take over our minds. We cannot do it. We can't. It stops here. Whenever you have that feeling that the devil is trying to take over, you bind it. All you have to say is victory belongs to Jesus. That's all you have to say. I thank you all for listening. I hope that this podcast was able to help somebody. Like I said, this podcast was not supposed to come out this week at all. Wasn't even in the agenda. But because it's Holy Spirit led, this is why this podcast came out today. So all of you that are listening, either you're listening now or you're listening in the future. Thank you so much for listening. I hope and I pray that it has helped some of you. I ask that you share it. Share with any ladies that you may know, whether it's your family, whether it's your relative, on social media, spread the word. I'm not asking for myself. I'm asking because 
we are trying to set other people free. We have to do the works of God and we have to be the vessels. We have to be the generational curse breakers. And how do we do that? How do we do that? Just think about it. We have to spread the word of God. We have to spread the good news of God. So I'm sorry. I know I went off on a little tangent, but like I said, if you want to email me, um, my email is info at becomingadivinely.com. Don't forget to sign up for the devotionals. And with that being said, I hope you ladies have a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies. <laughs>